Mississippi Crop Situation Podcast featuring the Crop Doctors. Good morning from the Mississippi Row Crop Short Course in Startville. Tom and I are, are we on site? Tom, I'd say we're on site. We're this? close to, to being on site. We're, we're within a general vicinity. Yeah, so we're, uh, yeah, we're in the Marriott next door to the Mill Center. And this morning we have another episode with one of our platinum sponsors from the short course, Mr. Wayne Dulaney of Local Seed. Wayne, good to see you, man. Good morning, y'all. Good to be here. Wayne is a lot of things. Wayne's a farmer. I guess most of the time when I talk to Wayne, it's in that capacity and not as a representative of local seed, but uh, he and I interact quite a bit, so it's it's nice to to sit down and talk to you on, on the podcast. Wayne, thanks for coming. Yeah. So, why don't you tell us a little bit about local seed and who y'all are and and what you do? Local seed, uh, we started in 2017, and local seed was basically put together between the old Dulaney seed and TA seeds from. Pennsylvania. Did you have a vested interest in Dulaney seed? Yeah, I did have a little bit of vested interest in there. <laughs> and I'll tell you what, I've learned things. It's really great working for somebody else. It, <laughs> it is. It has been, It's you know, I was a little shaky there at first, but, you know, when I adjust there, I was like, man, it's it's great. My wife even says I I'm, I'm, don't bring as much home with me as far as the seed size. Now, farming, yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, it's kind of hard to get away from that, though. Exactly. But you know it's it's been a it's been a great thing. Um, you know we've gotten all of our technologies, you know from everything corn, soybeans, all the traits. We've got all the the openings to all that, and you know and really able to select genetics that we need for our area. That's I mean that's a great thing. We got Dr. Chisholm Craig who grew up with, and you know when we see something farmers having a problem we're like all right we've got to find a bean that can do this it's like um the root knot nematodes you know right now we've got four root knot nematode beans they're true resistance in our lineup because it just seems like that's been more of a thing definitely in our region i think that's a an up-and-coming concern and one of those situations that's been with us for a while so it's nice to have somebody that recognizes that we really need to be looking at that from a local sense to put that into germplasm so that farmers benefit from that that's right you know and like southern arkansas we've got a big footprint there excluder varieties and on the prairie of Arkansas, they need excluders. You know, Mississippi Delta, it's just a few pockets I know of, you know, maybe kind of in Washington County where a few people need some excluder soybeans, but that's really about it. Man, my dad, that's one of the primary things that he has to look for in soybean variety selection, just where he's at. Exactly, yeah, he's right in the heart of it over there. So, when you mentioned TA Seed. I'm not familiar with them. Who, who are they? It was uh, TA Seed. They were in Jersey Shore, Pennsylvania, and, and TA was basically a family-owned business just like Dulaney Seed was. They were kind of in – they did the, all their corn production there in that Shenandoah Valley, which they could produce just about any RM range of corn because they had just great growing conditions up there. And so they, you know, they were as big in corn as we were, per se, in rice and soybeans. So even though you, you said local seed's been around for, since 2017, it's really been around a lot longer oh, yes. than that. Exactly. So how long was Dulaney seed? How long, how long did your family have it? We started Dulaney seed, and that was uh, 1991. Okay. 
the arrangement that is local seed is yeah. the is the new. So tell folks you, you mentioned the technologies for soybeans, mm-hmm. and we have several now. And you know, you and I were talking earlier this morning. I think that's one unique thing that local seed offers is a range of technologies. Your seed company's not tied to one system or the other. So just give folks a just a range of those. You know, the extend, the extend flex. Uh, stuff and then also all the E3 then list products uh, still got a few uh, liberties hanging around and we've got a conventional two line people um, so in soybeans and then in corn you know we got the you know the technology the triceptors the BT double pros and all that and you know so it's basically anything that a grower needs in our area we have and the soybean technology thing has been something we've kind of been wrestling with because arkansas as we all know is a wild card we've got we have a foot pretty good footprint over there whether they're going to go enlist or they're going to go and dicamba extend flex and so it's been it's, it's been a it's been a tough thing to kind of carry two two lines but you know we've done it and we've had success because it seems like it's just pockets over there how, how it works where mississippi i mean all i sell is you know extend beans and in, in the state of mississippi yeah i would say we were well i'd be guessing if i gave a number but a real high yeah a high percent of extend extend flex yeah i would say very few enlist soybeans in a commercial sense in mississippi that that i'm aware of i, I know we look at them in ovt but beyond that i don't recall being on somebody's farm and actually looking at an e3 bean Last year, I didn't sell a bag. Year before, we sold a few, especially in the Coma County area where fightage and cotton's got a pretty good foothold there. People would put it, they'd put the enlist beans in the bottoms, you know, where they didn't plant cotton and stuff like that. And, and every once in a while, well, basically, that's one place right now enlist is really going in my area. So tell us a little bit about how your, your team works, or at least just give our listeners um, some input on, on how you think, you know, the local nature of your your seed sourcing and testing and then as as well as having a you know a good sales force and a good team that does research within that region how that works for farmers uh, in our area one thing we do first we're our sales team we're all farmer direct so you know we're going straight to the farmers and you know figure out what they need their their needs and and helping them varieties to fit them and then our testing you know, we're we're doing own farm strip plots um, with growers. Uh, we do the Mississippi State variety testing program. We're also in the in the bigger plot, the the strip testing that Trent does, and then we also have third party small plot replicated testing that we do. We're looking at it at so many different levels, and we've got a really neat software. Package is kind of our order entry, but it's also a place we store all the plot data that comes into. So if a farmer comes in and says, hey, Wayne, I like this variety. You know, what do you think is comparable to it? And I said, well, hold on a second. I can choose that variety, and, this, and then I can go through there. I can choose whatever competitor variety he's been growing and just do a quick pop down, and we can just narrow it down to look at compare four varieties and kind of see how that fits. And you choose soil types, irrigation type, and all that. And that's been a, a really neat feature. How big is the footprint for local seed, Wayne? Basically, we're Mississippi, Arkansas, uh, 
North Louisiana, and we've got pockets in South Louisiana, Alabama, Georgia. We've got a pretty good print in Southern Georgia there. And then basically they move all the way up the East Coast uh, through uh, Carolinas, Virginia, Maryland, and then um, Pennsylvania, and even go up into New York State. Wow. In Mississippi, or just say in the in the mid southern states, mm-hmm. what's the best way for folks to if if they're not familiar with local seed, what's the best way for them to to get in contact with with some of your folks? Um, you know, we, we've got a new web page out, localseed.com. I've just got that up, just refreshed it, so people can contact us through that. You know, we're on Twitter, Instagram, things like that, or you know, just um, I'm pretty searchable out there too. I don't think so. Uh, you know, you, well, nobody can hide Wayne, anymore. Wayne and his rain gauge. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, we're talking about our Instagram post. I got in the habit of just posting what what's in the rain gauge every time it rains when I leave my house in the mornings, and I didn't do it yesterday. And I had two people text me, "How much did it rain?" <laughs> well, man, we certainly appreciate you taking time out of your morning and for humoring us with the little bit of technical difficulty we had there when we were starting up. And certainly appreciate the sponsorship of Local Seed for the short course. I hope y'all realize some benefit out of it too, because we certainly do with the number of people uh, that attend this meeting. Yeah, and we appreciate, you know, the continued support Mississippi State Extension Service, you know, and, and having your friendship is always good to show oh, up yes. on your farm. And that's, uh, it's it's nice to have somebody that's that close to my house that I can go and look at as many varieties. And then, you know, the, the land that you help support there for the variety testing program is important as well. When they always say they won't, buckshot to test on we've got abundance of it right there on our farm <laughs> you know you know it's funny that you know we mississippi uh, states test on it we got three other genetic suppliers that test there and they're just you know this year it's just i had to leave a tractor down there for one of the guys with their plot combines that kept getting stuck i said here just keep it <laughs> you know till y'all get through but uh you know the short course it's really great it's this has kind of like been a reunion day you know fast for everybody everybody hadn't seen everybody and that's right you know i guess we had did we have the short course in 20 no we did not no that's right 19 was the last one yeah so it's it's been great to get back and see everybody and see a few people changed here and there what they've got on their shirts (laughs) well man we'll let you get back over there to your booth wayne but we certainly appreciate your time appreciate y'all thanks The Mississippi Crop Situation Podcast is a production of Mississippi State University Extension.